Okay. Last time, nothing happened. I think we can move along, right? We're all in just a white void Clickies. with words popping up. Oh, cheers. <sighs> Yay. Alone, alone, alone. Um, last time, some of you all went to the worm writhings, some of you all did not. Sub is a strong word for one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, two, and then if you, one. If you include, include Anika. That, that's three, then one. Who was the second one? Left. Lord. <laughs> so, Sir Lauren, uh, you traveled to the Worm Writhings because the rest of your party teleported to an unknown area using the Helm of Teleportation. Um, I feel like... I feel like I'm forgetting something that happened before that. Am I right? Am I? Yeah, Rostos bailed. Left. Oh yeah, Rostos bailed. Yeah. Go fucking get his ass. I had a journey. You had a journey. Some, umber hulks. Some umber bulks. Yeah. Wandering the underdark is not a good idea. Hung out with Jim Jar. And we got him back. Got saw some angels. Oh yeah, Jim Jar gave you some readings. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I had talk with or uh, sending with Jesse twice Oof. that he liked. Yep. <laughs> totally good use of sending. Said um, the same thing twice and asked questions at the end of both of them that I couldn't <laughs> respond to. Ah, <laughs> oh, that is that is that is ridiculous. Uh that's great for Rastos though to do that. Um and then you all teleported to the angels' wings. Yeah, we attempted to teleport back to Jesse and Anika, Lauren and Anika, but we got shunted. Yeah. The table roll went to the what'd you call it? The Gallery of Angels. Gallery That's of Angels. what it was. Yeah, so you ended up at the Gallery of Angels, which was somewhat fortunate that you got there because you did need stuff from there. Um, and I should have, I don't know if I said this, Caliban, when you were there, there was a very, very strong magical presence just everywhere. It probably felt a little bit like Phaserus, but also just felt like something really extra was right there, right? Um, and then you tried to teleport out of there back to, or to the Warm Writhings again, correct? Yeah, I think we tried you, to go you, back to the Underden. You tried to come back to where I, we, because I put that rude. That was the, the first time. And yes. And then we tried to go back to the Underden, which is a more specific uh, location, but I rolled shit again. And we and got shunted to, a, like, a poop village. Yeah, you don't know. Um... <laughs> It's not a poop village. Slew it up, too. It's just, uh, no, no, no. It's just, a, it's just like a, almost like a shanty town, right? right? Um, where there's just a lot of stuff that's just kind of built out. Although, literally the name of the place is called the Filth Riddens. Uh, oh, so. yeah. Wait, <laughs> the that Filth Riddens? Filth Riddens, yeah. Yeah, it's literally the name of it. Um, and you ran into a guy named Grisha who had a hyena head on a stick. And he was actually kind of happy when he saw you all because you showed up with one he called Son of Baphomet. Um, and he said, oh, well, then you must be the enemy of my enemy, Yinagu. Um, do you all recognize that name? Yes. I'm going to say Rastus doesn't, even though he heard it. Yes. He, I also got dumped to six intelligence and want to steal everything and anything right now. Okay. 
Um, you got his trench coat. I did get his trench coat. You didn't steal it. Sir Lauren went onward into the warm writhings and heard a voice that you kind of called out. The voice's bluff. Uh, I was trying to scare you away. And you ran into Hane Holland. Is her last name. I don't know if I told you that last time, but we'll assume that she told you that. Hane Holland, who is a uh, younger drow uh, girl. And she said that she is part of a group who uh, actually goes after purple worm eggs, and that that's why she's there as well, but she got separated from her group. Um, I'm not sure if I mentioned this in the episode, but she'll tell you right now the name of the group is the Dark Hunters. That's who got separated. Ooh. That's what she was a part of. Uh, she's naive, but seemingly capable. Um, you can tell that she knows the area as well, and she knows how to ma- uh, maneuver... Um, throughout them, but um, she, as you s- s- saw in conversation with her last time, that she is naive and young and uh, somewhat inexperienced to a certain degree. Anything else? Questions about anything else? Uh, let me crack over to beer real quick. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to open up a twist off and Bad said, luck. hurt himself. <laughs> oh man. So, point being, the, the party is very separated right now. So, um, we are going to start with Sir Lauren, all right? Uh, we're going to go into, um, further into the Worm Writhings, which you are currently in. Uh, the Worm Writhings, as you've heard and read about, and probably heard about just, like, kind of being a merchant, this is an area, uh, there's a lot of different tunnels around the Underdark that are created by Purple Worms, and they're relatively safe to traverse. Do you know why? Uh, because purple worms don't go through the same tunnel. Yeah, they don't go through the same tunnel once again. Yeah. So, um, the area you're heading into is very densely populated with uh, purple worms, right? So, it's almost like if you could picture a, um, a ball, right? And then imagine, or like an apple. And imagine like a worm going through all the apple. Like, it's more of a sort of like vertical, like a vertical location rather than just, you know, a series of tunnels. Does that make sense? Yes. It's just like the worms can kind of go whichever direction they're going in, uh, and that's the way it kind of feels like to you. Um, you all are going forward, and you, you're, you're watching Hane. She's kind of like walking a little bit um, in front of you because she's noticed that you're using a source of light. Are you not? I sure am. And she's going to ask you, um, do you mind turning that off? I mean, you can see, right? No, I cannot. What do you mean? I sacrificed my dark vision for the war against the demons. So you want to try to unite the races of the Underdark, and you can't even see in the dark? That's right. Would any of you be strong enough to give up that, make that sacrifice? No, I mean, I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm just like, I don't know, I think that's like kind of crazy. Can you... Can you, like, make as little light as possible? Yes, I can. And can you be quieter with that armor? I will do my best. They're very sensitive to sound. Ooh. Let's see here. Okay. Well, while you're thinking about that, up ahead, I'm pretty sure there might be place we can kind of squeeze through. Are you okay with that? Yes. All right. 
and she kind of creeps, continues to creep forward. Um, again, every once in a while, you just hear like a rumbling. Sometimes it's not as close as the one that was last time where she actually told you to hold on for a second. She said that was pretty far off, but every once in a while, you just hear a rumbling that you can tell that's going to be a purple worm burrowing. Realistically, the odds of you all just being decimated by a purple worm just going through a wall are pretty fucking low, to be honest, because you are in one of those tunnels. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so I don't want you to constantly think that like you're just going to get eaten up by one immediately um, because they, they usually, almost 100% of the time, don't go through the same tunnels uh, that they've been through before. Um, did you want to find do something to keep your noise level down? or? Yes. I will. Fucking hell. I'll take off my armor. <laughs> What's that AC drop to? 13. <laughs> but then I'll cast Shield of Faith on myself to raise it to 15. Okay. How long does Shield of Faith last for? One hour. Okay, sick. So you, uh, you take, you probably have to stop, and is it Doff? Doff, yes. Nice. Okay, I've been wanting to use that word since we've been playing D&D. I think it's the first time. So you doff your honor. So I'll pack armor. it up tightly in my pack. Yeah. I kind of pack up the pieces. Uh, and she says, probably a good idea. Probably a good call. Um, it's right here, I think. And she's kind of feeling around on this wall that's in this tunnel that's, again, about 12 feet tall, right? And it looks just like where a big giant worm would kind of burrow through. She's kind of feeling up on one of the sides of it. Should be right here. We, we traced him to this area. Can you help me out? Certainly. What am I looking for? There should be a weakness in some of the walls here. You see, their nurseries are a lot more open. They sort of hollow out an entire area. We're pretty sure that we've seen a lot of activity around this area recently. So we, if we can kind of knock on these walls quietly and just listen, we should be able to hear a hollow spot. I could do that well. So why don't you make a survival check, if that's what you want to do? Sure thing. Let's roll, let's go. Survival. Survival is plus seven. So that's a 17. Okay. Between you and her, eventually you all knock on these walls a little bit quietly. And uh, she gives you a hand and she adds... I rolled for her, and I'm going to add it to yours, so you're above a 20, okay? Cool. Um, and you eventually do start to hear this kind of hollowness beyond this wall. And she's going to say, if we could we could get through this wall somehow, then it should be right there. But we got to do so. I mean, I don't know how to do it quietly. I can do it quietly. Don't worry. Okay. And, uh... Shit. I will cast, uh, I'll cast Stone Shape. Oh, shit. And I'll open up, <laughs> I'll open up the thing. So I'll take my clay out and I'll kind of just create like an open door, like kind of just a small hole. Nothing too big. Awesome. But enough for us to like crouch through. Yeah. <laughs> so it just straight up opens up. Uh, does that stay like that then? It will stay like that for forever. Okay. And uh, you open it up and she kind of leads you into this tunnel um, that seems to be right there. Not far off from where she was saying where you all were knocking, you could, uh, you found that there is that tunnel right there. Um, and we will take you to the worm nursery. Now, it does kind of go straight down. I'm going to say that your 
door that you op- opened up is going to be right behind you. Okay? Okay. And that is a, a viable door right there, right? Gotcha. And she leads you right in, and Anika follows. So it is you, Anika, and Hane um, in this very dark. And again, you're using your shield for light? Is that what it is? Uh, I'm probably just using a... I'd probably be using my shield to block more light and probably put it on, like, uh, the edge, like, the top of my Warhammer. So my cantrip light. So I'd be kind of smothering it with, like, both my cloak and the shield and just kind of looking when needed. Okay. Um, she's going to say, All right, I don't know how close the actual nursery is with the eggs, but try not to make any sound just in case. I just started. Um... And she's going to begin to uh, walk further down. If you choose to join her, you can. Yes, I'll follow as quietly as I can. Okay, Anika will follow as well. Now, you do see, Sir Lauren, that there is a cave directly in front of you. Sort of tapers off from another path. And there are tons of mushrooms in this cave. And that's about all you see. And you do see there's a path on the right as well. Uh, Hane is going to go over and start picking up some mushrooms for food just because she doesn't have anything. Okay. I will uh, see. I'm not really sure what I'm looking for, so I guess I'll just wait for her. Yeah. She'll come back uh, with some some mushrooms. She's kind of munching on one of them as well, and she's gonna say, ah, I, "I think it's the I think it's the other way. I don't really know. I know it's close." So there's only one thing to do. Yeah, I'll just pick to the right. Do you want to lead it? Yeah. All right. So you turn towards the right and you go down, and uh, from your light source, you can see. Can you see that on the map? Yep. Tons of fucking bones. Tons of fucking humanoid bones everywhere in this area. Like piles and piles and piles of them. Uh, Mortal Kombat style rib cages everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, and she's like, whoa, okay. Didn't expect this. Is this your first time seeing anything like this? I don't know what this is. That does not bode well. No. The piles of, um, there's probably about three or four different piles, especially if you look further down the hallway, and they each go to about five or six feet high of just humanoid bones. They look like they're randomly, you know, piled up, though, not like, you know, built up by anyone or anything. That would make any sense for a purple worm to leave things like this, right? Do you want to roll a nature check? Sure. Oof. That is a eight. I mean, you know that they they would eat people, but it seems odd there's just these giant piles of bones, right? Yeah. You're not really sure.
We need to be careful. Yeah, it's weird. And you notice that beyond these pile of bones, there are, there is one more area beyond them. But it seems that they're just piled up against that wall. Oof. I will go back the other way. I don't, I feel like this might not be the right direction. Yeah, you go back the other way and you can, you don't really see any other way except for the way that you all came in. All right, through the bones it is. So what do you mean through the bones? The, 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 the other entrance past the bone piles. Okay, so yeah, you go uh, back to the bone room and walk past the piles of bones to the, the, um, the other place that you were looking at that seems to be like another cave a little beyond there. You look into this room and you can tell it's a little bit tinier, I shouldn't say room, but this cave, and all there is is a deep pit that seems to go straight down. This does not look good. No, it doesn't. Um, and is the pit... Hun- go ahead, sorry. Is the pit made in a way where it looks man-made? No. Okay. just looks random. Like another just hole. Okay. You know? Um... And you look down, do you look down the pit? I'm sorry. No. Okay, Hane's gonna crawl up to the side of the pit and just kind of glare down there. She's like, I think there's something down there. There's like a body kind of on one of the ledges or like a skeleton. Oh. They might have some stuff. But then we have to go down. It's like 20 feet down. Seems kind of dangerous. Seems very dangerous. Your call. I could lower you down a tent if you wanted to check the body. I mean, I... I don't want it. Uh, fuck it. Go down. Fuck you. Go get the treasure. Fuck it. Aniko, okay. please hold on to this rope. That's my boy. Anika? Yeah. Anika and Hane are going to hold on to the rope. Do you want them to secure it anywhere or anything? Or Yeah, I have a uh, pittance, so. Okay. Tie it, like, you know, circle around, then they can have, like, hold it as well. Yep. I'll take off my pack so I'm lighter. Okay. Go ahead and make an athletics check. Are they helping at all? 16 plus. This goes. Athletics plus seven, 16 plus seven. So 20. This new dice for what, 20, the Kratz got three? me is uh, 24. High. I just got a crit 20 Ooh. for their athletics check. 24 oh. for me. You spelunk, dice are up. you spelunk down there fairly easily. Hane giving you kind of tips of how to kick off the wall properly, you know, and slide down. And you find an old, what you would presume to be like elven bones, kind of up on one of the crevices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, or not crevices, um, out. Outshoots, you know, of like outcroppings or whatever it's called, of like just like a little cliff right there. And you're going through, and you notice they have a leather pack, and you reach into this leather pack and you find a ring of free action, which Ooh. is not as dope as the name actually sounds. It's pretty good. But it does help you out, like in terms of like moving through yes. stuff. Yes. So that is what you find. Cool. I'll just quickly slide out a figure and start climbing up the rope again. Cool. You pop that bad boy on. 
Yeah. As you're coming up, you hear a rumbling like no other that you have not heard before yet. That gets extremely, extremely, extremely loud. And a purple worm right behind where Hane and right behind where Anika are standing. They it blasts through those um, piles of bones, just right through there and through one of the walls and just crushes into it and just a deafening noise happens for a while as you're kind of hanging on there. Uh, can you make an athletic saving throw? What? 16. You're good, you hold on. And they hold on to you, but it is deafening. And then after about 10 seconds of this, it passes. But you can tell that the bones, the pile of bones are completely kind of blown up and that there is now another path. through the bones. All right, I'll climb up to the top. Yikes. That was probably the closest I've ever been to a purple worm. Yeah, that might be, might be the closest I've been as well. Well, you know what they say. What do they say? The same stalactite doesn't fall twice. Do they say that? Uh, in Grackle they do. Oh, that's weird. What does it mean? It means it can't fall in the same place twice. Okay. How does that apply to this situation? You might as well follow that tunnel that just got made. Okay. You want to lead the way? Certainly. Pick up my gear, pick up the rope, pins, everything, throw it all in, and start walking that way. Okay. Here we go. As you're going through this worm-made tunnel, um, your light starts to go kind of in, you can tell it goes out into this larger cavern, right? And in this larger cavern, you see um, your light be reflected from something. And that something is this sort of viscous, webbing, snot-like substance that's going across the top of this chamber, right? above you about, in different levels, about 30 feet up, 40 feet up, 20 feet up in some areas. And you can tell that in this area, there, uh, this viscous kind of blue-greenish-like substance, almost like a white-bluish-greenish, is held together in some areas in a corner where there is a clutch of eggs. Ooh. Right? Jumanji. They're They're pretty high up above you, though depending on which one you're looking at. Again, some of them are, this This chamber is a total of 80 feet tall. Okay. Okay, so it is huge. And you can tell that you're in the nest. And Hane is going to stop you before you go too much further. And she's gonna say, that, they're mucus. It can reverberate sound and alarm them, especially within certain chambers. If they, if they sense too much, They'll know. We have to be careful. Don't worry. I know exactly what I could do. Okay. <clears throat> How do we get up to the egg? We gotta climb. You can see that the, the mucus kind of goes a little bit downward enough where you would be able to climb up the mucus to the clutches of eggs that are held from the top as well. Okay. Let's see here. Now, this, this, this chamber is pretty big, and I don't know if you've seen all of it yet, okay? Yes. 
Uh, I'll probably look for the lowest ones. You want to sort of walk around? Yes, very quietly though, slowly. Let's make a stealth check. All right. Lauren made a stealth took that armor off. I, I took the armor off, and that's I have cool. the cloak, which gives me advantage. That cloak's so sick. So with advantage, that's a 16. Perfect. Let's see how Anika... Okay, yeah. Um, so you walk around for a little bit. I'm going to light up a little bit more of the room. You can tell that there is a path to the south. There is a path to the east and a path to the north. So almost just like four kind of different exits, almost kind of at different points, like 12, 12 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 6 o'clock, 9 o'clock on a clock, okay? Yes. You can kind of exit out there. Obviously not perfectly because this was a room created by fucking purple worms, right? And I legit think their intelligence is like that of Rostos right now. Maybe <laughs> lower. Probably higher. Um, and... You can tell that there are two clutches of eggs that are about 20 feet above you. Okay. Okay? They're going to be this group right here that hangs lowest and this group right here that hangs lowest. So one of the groups to the south and one of the groups to the north. Again, that one and that one. All right. Uh, leading close to Hare, let's say the south one. Okay. She nods. Do you know how to get those out? No, I was hoping you did. I, I do, but it's going to take me a while. How long is a while? I mean, look at that stuff. And you can tell this stuff is supporting. Like, it looks really strong, even though it's clearly like mucus. You know what I mean? And it's holding up clutches of eggs that you know each weigh about 200 pounds. Because oh. that's what you all researched yeah. in the library. So she's going to move over. Anika's going to be kind of patrolling quietly. Yeah. Okay. Okay, can you can you get me up there? Usually we have more help. Actually, this is my first time doing this. Yes, I can. But first I have to do something. And I'll cast silence over the egg area and down to the floor. Subscribe to our Patreon. All your support helps. Buy sick merch at wearatstudios.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Look at our Facebook and Twitch. Subscribe to our YouTube to see what we do behind the scenes. at Studios is super cool. Yeah. Down from the egg area down to the floor. What's that range again? 20 feet. 20 feet. Awesome. It's a 20 feet circle. Sphere, I should say. Sphere. Okay, we'll draw it just like that. How's that look? Perfect. Cool. So you kind of get that clutch of eggs and it's around you as well. Yeah. Perfect. Then Very I'll cool. use the Gizmo of Gracklesta to use my. Uh, it shoots a grappling hook mm -hmm. and I will grapple. Shoot it over the egg clutch. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make just an attack roll. Okay. Uh, what, any modifier to it? Regular? Yeah, your normal attack modifier. Uh, 
14 plus 7, so 21. Okay, so you shoot it over expertly. Are you going all the way over to the other side, like clearing like, it? Like getting it over it so we can pull it and it'll okay. catch on to the one. Yep, the, yeah, like, sort of like a pulley, like using yeah. that as like a pulley yes. almost. Okay, cool, yeah. And then, I'll tell, and then I'll tell her, when you get up there, take this end of rope with you. And I'll have my 50-foot my of rope. Mm-hmm. Take this end with you. When you get the egg out, tie it around it and push it off the other side. Me and Aniku will hold it and l- lower it to the ground. Okay. Slowly. Okay. Um, so she goes up there and climbs up fairly uh, dexterously with some skill. And she takes out a couple different knives. And you can tell she's kind of looking and trying to get which one's going to be easiest to release, okay? And she's going to whisper back to you, it'll take me like 10 minutes. Perfect. Okay. Um, so she starts going for it. Anika is helping you and holding the rope just to get ready. And, uh, oh, I guess she can't say that because she's because of the cone of silence or whatever. I'll hand away that right now. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anika is going to step out, and then she's going to come up, tap you on the shoulder, and point to the south. Yes. That south entrance. And when you look over to the south, there are seven drow standing there. They all look like they're wearing similar gear to Hane. Spelunking style gear. Look like they were set up to be here, seemingly. Okay. And uh, these seven drow enter. Uh, one of them is leading um, the other six. And you can tell that four of them, uh, the leader included, uh, are dressed similarly with the spelunking gear. The other ones seem to be more wearing like normal drow outfits. In fact, they even kind of look a little bit shittier than a normal drow. They just have a generic uh, dark, <laughs> just think of a, like a fantasy tunic. That's what they have on. <laughs> Three of them in the back. Um, and you can see that when this happens, Hane, because she's in the silenced area, you just see her look up and like smile and almost drop her knife that she's using to cut out, carve out the, uh, um, egg. And, um, the leader of this group, who is, uh, an older female drow, uh, with her hair tied up in a tight bun, um, uh, her white hair tied up in a tight bun, uh, with the same spelunking gear, as Hane. She walks forward and she's in gas. And then she kind of like talks to Anika and Anika just points directly at you, Sir Lauren. Um, behind her are three elite drow warriors who are just kind of posing in cool ways, wearing similar gear, spelunking gear and goggles. Um, and Anika kind of points at you again because Sir Lauren, I think you're right in that silence area. Yeah, I'm probably and right out of the area. She waves you over. Okay, is... Is uh, Hade looking at me at all? She's looking at the woman who just walked out. Okay. So she's not, like, actively working right now? Uh, she's she's trying to, but okay. she's very distracted. Okay. So I'll, I'll make sure that she knows I'm leaving, like, as I'm walking up or anything. I'll just make... She's not paying attention to you. Okay, that's fine. I'll walk out. What's the meaning of this? Who are you? I'm Sir Lord Rocktiller. What are you doing with my daughter? I found her alone in the caves. I told her to come with me in the hopes that we would find you. You helped her out? Yes. And she's doing this. Is she doing well? Yes, she is. 
I'll be honest with you. I thought she was dead. She was alone and frightened. Hungry and thirsty. We've been separated for two days. Yeah, she was very worried about you. She tears up a little bit and kind of like wipes her eye. Well, thank you. Um, I assume you're here to raid this nest, right? Not necessarily raid. I need an egg to potentially stop the demon invasion. Right, whatever that means. We're here to grab two. We'll help you grab yours. Thank you. Listen, I don't know what Hanai told you, but we need to be quiet. We've already talked too much. Understood. Come into my sphere of silence. Hold on, real quickly. You haven't seen any guardian yet, have you? No. Do you know of them? I do not. Listen, purple worms tend to create a sort of ecology around their own nests, right? For example, giant spiders, it gives them a big room to find prey. They typically have almost a symbiotic relationship. It's not just limited to spiders, that's just the example. Have you seen anything out of the ordinary? Yes. What? Piles and piles of bones. What kind of bones? Everything. Humanoid? Humanoid. Yeah, that's a weird one. Okay. By the way, this is these are my assistants. This is Alliston, Vramir, Chasmir, Vramir, and their sister, the only one I really like to talk to, Ilmrin Vramir. Behind them, that's Polkor, Furpeth, and Danul. You don't need to worry about them. Very good. All right. She seems to be doing well. Yes. Probably about seven minutes left or so. We're going to the other clutch over there. Okay. I want her to do this by herself. I understand. All right, so then she's going to walk by. She's going to make eye contact with her daughter, but, you know, almost like in a stern parenting kind of way, like walk on with the other... Uh, six drow and they're gonna go up to this clutch right here next to you that is about 30 feet in the air and they're gonna do actually a remarkably similar thing to what you did they threw up a grappling hook and also used that to climb over okay time is passing um, and Hane is working pretty hard at a certain point Sir Lauren are you in the spears of silence yes all right Anika is in between the two groups, just to make sure. Anika, you know, not necessarily incredibly trustworthy, is just keeping an eye on them as they're doing a similar operation to uh, that um, Hane is doing. And they're getting up there. Um, the three drow brothers and sisters, they're up there working away on two different eggs. It looks like you all will probably get done around the sim a similar time. But, Sir Lauren, what you hear is some more stomping coming from the south. And it's a pretty quick stomping. And what you see is a large creature that sort of comes in kind of quickly, almost like a little bit alarmed. He doesn't know what's going on necessarily, but he kind of comes in and he's about 15 feet tall. 
and he's got one really well his whole body is sort of like I would say um, deformed a little bit he's quite tall he has certain lumps coming out of his sides he's not wearing a shirt he's got gray skin jagged teeth one eye is really 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 large on his body and he's carrying a club and he has the classic loincloth uh, betwixt his legs uh, and very large heinous green or gray feet warts and bumps sort of pop from his head I showed you all an image of what this thing looks like yeah you know what that is oh that's the guy that explodes in stinkiness right nope is it that guy nope but what you see before you is a Fomorian. Um, and it runs in and it sees what's happening. And it starts screaming. And it runs back into where it came from. And then it runs right up to a specific wall. And as it yells it, it echoes. And you see the strings of mucus begin to vibrate a lot and you hear it before you see it you hear from above all of these giant spiders begin to pour into the room and then you begin to feel a very very deep rumble from afar how long how long would this be before they would reach me who the spiders everywhere uh they're just pouring on the ceiling they're about 80 feet away you could surmise there's about five or six of them all right. Uh, Dottie Garber takes what one minute? Oh, wait, I lied. Ten, um, ten minutes and put out Arbor. Yeah. There's well, eight shit. of them. <laughs> well, uh, since I don't need silence anymore, I will drop that and cast Shield of Faith immediately to return concentration to that. Okay, you do that. The spiders pour in the ceiling, and they immediately start going towards the drow. Half of them go to the drow, half of them go to Hane, right, who's also a drow, but they start sort of descending very, very quickly, these giant spiders, okay? The Fomorian runs right up to you, and he has his club, and he's just screaming, and you do feel a distant rumbling. Um, We're gonna set up the battle, and roll for initiative. Fuck, dude. All right, here's what's happening, here's what's going on. Um, enough time that has passed to where you can tell the eggs are almost loose from them getting them out, okay? That being said, they still need about another minute to get them out, okay? Another minute or two, it's hard to tell. It's a fucking purple worm mucus egg, right? Is that what these three dudes are doing around that's, us? That's what I gave you all those responsibilities. Um, so listeners, I gave TJ, Kratzmeyer, and Elliot um, some of the elite drow warriors. Um, those are the ones that are work for Jora, right? Um, currently, you all are the ones working out the eggs. Okay. okay, okay? okay. But there is a grappling hook up there, and uh, I will say that you are the dark hunters. You listen to Jora. Okay. okay. When it comes to combat, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, they have the stat block of an elite drow warrior, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you're currently working on that as the spiders are descending. Okay. The it's 80 feet high. The whole we scene. are are we? No, you are, we? are uh, 30 feet up. Okay. You are 30 feet up. Um, but you could quickly descend from that grappling hook, um, from that uh, that rope, that if you need to. 
Um, if one of you want to work on getting the egg out, let me know, and I'll use that as your turn, okay? If that's what you want to do, just let me know. Uh, Jesse, I will tell you that Hane is going to continue working on the egg, okay? Bitch! <laughs> God damn it! Oh man! Unless you want decisions again. Unless you want to talk to her or something. I'm just yeah. that's my. I'm saying that's my default with her. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Is that cool? Yep. <laughs> Anika's there though as well with you. All right. And yes. silence is down, right? Silence is down. I have shield of faith up now. Yep. And um, so you all do need a little more time to get those eggs out. All right. Um. But yeah, that's where we're at. Any other questions about anything? There's a very distant rumbling. Yay. And there's a Fomorian, which is like a weird, giant, gross, warty thing, um, kind of uh, closest to Sir Lauren. We are going to start off with Alliston Ramir, TJ's uh, dark elf um, elite drow warrior. You are up above about 30 feet. But there are descending um, spiders. They're still about... Probably about 10 feet away from you, 20 feet away from you. I look at my sister real quick. She nods her head. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, I pull, I start pulling out my my hand crossbow from behind my back. I load in a bolt and aim it at one of the spider. Go for it. Spiders coming down. There's four of them descending upon you. 14 to hit a spider. Surely that hits a spider, right? Please. I don't know. Uh, yep, that's its AC. Thank goodness. Uh, and I'm, oh, I make only two short sword attacks, or I guess one hand crossbow attack? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Eight damage to the spider. All right. You shoot it. You know what it does? It goes, that's what a spider makes, right? And then, I don't know if the spider can do this, but uh, it did notice that the tip was poisoned. Make a constitution saving throw, spider. Uh, I was looking up the spider stat block, and I don't see anything to say that it's poison resistant, which I thought, if I was designing a game... Oh, about it with a spider? spider be po- poison it, resistant? Especially if it's a big giant well, spider. Like not we will find out if their bite is poisonous. Because if mean, it's not, then I guess they're not poisonous very I mean, I'm just, I'm just surprised. It just, uh, this goes into video game logic. It doesn't say anything about it, but I don't know why it would have that either. There could be a venomous spider. I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> it doesn't have it, TJ. So I do have to make a Constitution saving throw with yes. my spider. Yes. Okay. So let me know what it is. I got a 15. Oh, you saved. Okay. Uh, that I think that's it. Yeah, you are not poisoned. Okay. Do I take any damage on half? Usually with those poisons. No, 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 no. Interesting. It does a totally different thing. Interesting. Okay. It, it fucks you if you fail, though, pretty far. Fuck me, murder me. Up next oh, yeah. is your sister, Ilmrin, who is Elliot's uh, elite drow warrior. You guys rolled really hot. Yeah, I don't know how we were fucking drow, bro. Our initiative so high. Uh, Ilmrin will look at Al and say, uh, focus on the spiders, dear, please. And then um, the three that are the three that are to the north, northwest of us, they're still descending. Yeah. Uh, I will cast fairy fire on those three. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can get all four. Yeah, you fuck it all four then. All right. Do I have to make a dexterity saving throw? Uh, what is fairy fire? Yes. 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 Dex. Oh, 12. 12? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh, man. Your save is 12. Oh, no, it's a charisma save. 
charisma wait, save? No, no, wait, no, you're right. Dex save. My spellcasting modifier is charisma. Sorry. Oh my god. That's my okay, first time. two failed. Uh, two succeeded. I'll put the two that failed on the right side so you're aware of that. And I'll put these two over here. Um, All right. And is that, that fair? That is 100% so fair. So two of them begin to glow what color, Elliot? Uh, drow. Let's say the purplish, kind of oscillating between purplish blue. If purple, you would have said any other teal. color, I was going to correct you to purple. So I'm glad you said purple. All of our colors are purple. Yeah. We're in the Everything we do is purple. Yeah. Uh, and then I will be, uh, Ilmarin will begin uh, free action, take whatever equipment, knife that was kind of set aside for casting a spell and begin working on the egg again. Okay. Yeah, you continue working on the egg. Um, you're an experienced, you are all experienced elite drows. You're part of the Dark Hunters. You all have done this before. This is not unusual to you, but I will say what is unusual is the Fomorian. You've never seen that before. But what, um, what Jora, um, your leader and, uh, Hane's mother, what Jora said to you or said earlier is true that there is often a guardian. And, and there's like usually people who make this sort of like symbiotic relation, not people, <laughs> these creatures that make a symbiotic relationship and that they protect the purple worm egg. You've seen that a lot before. It's very fucking odd that it's a goddamn Fomorian. Um, and I don't even know if you know what a Fomorian is, but it's a big giant fucking thing. That's weird right there. All right. Um, moving along, it is the giant spider's turn. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I have eight giant spiders. The four up top are all going to make, um, well, we're going to go half and half for each. Two of them are going to fall down and attack um, TJ, your character, Alliston, and Chasmir, uh, Kratz's character. Okay, they're going to bite you. The other two are going to shoot webs at the other two drow dipshit, okay? So let me do that really quickly. One of them crit misses uh, when he's shooting for one of the other drows. The other one hits and immediately the web lands on his face. He can't breathe and it starts to burn through with poison and his face just melts completely off and he's dead. The other one sees that and looks at him and the web just lands right by his feet and he's going, oh my God. The bites for TJ and Kratzmeyer. I got a 12 and a 21. 21 is going to go to Chasmir. Uh, Our reaction parry. But then my AC gets to 21, so I get hit. Okay, you get hit. You get four. Dumb make ass. a constitution saving throw. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, 12. Okay, you pass, but you are still going to take four more. Yeah. So you take eight total damage. Four Sorry. of it is poison. <clears throat> um, and that is going to be half the ones. The other ones are going to come towards uh, uh, Hane. Good and you as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. So two of them are gonna go to Hane. We're gonna do the the webs to her. Okay. So one of them hits her uh, right in the back and poisons her a little bit. It kind of burns her back a little bit. She kind of cries like, Ugh! and she's staying focused. And the other two are gonna come <laughs> drop down right away and bite. Try to bite you, Sir Lauren. It's eleven for each hit. Nope. All right, you put down your shield and you fucking bash these big ass <laughs> bastards away. This is still not good. Though. Oh no, no, this is Sir Lauren, <laughs> your turn. Oh god, got this. All right. Oh fuck, my god, dude, what the fuck? Honey's the little his new surrogate daughter, it. right? <laughs> Don't say it, right? Honey's yeah. the surrogate daughter. Good. Uh, let's see here. Burning in front of him. <laughs> Shit. What the fuck am I doing here? I'm surrounded by enemies. 
Oh. <laughs> use blindness, deafness, bro. I didn't prepare that today. <laughs> uh, shit. This is an encounter for a full D&D party, not for one. <laughs> yes. We're elite yes, warriors, bro. You don't think those were already there in the module? Um. <laughs> huh? Huh? What is with the module? Chris Perkins. Chris Perkins made this mo- this uh, encounter. I, I heard Chris Perkins was a drow. I heard Chris Perkins' real name was Joel Schaefer. Something like that. I heard his real name was Elvaro. Do you think Chris Perkins is the heir of Perkins restaurant chain? He is. No. <laughs> he definitely is. I'm just trying to fill up some dead space. Is he really? No. no. He's a dish bitch. <laughs> He's a dish bitch. That's why he quit the Perkins. They, they like gave him up when he quit to do D&D. So I have two spiders <laughs> and the big guy right by me, right? Yeah, he's coming up. He's not quite there on you yet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Are there two up? How high up are the other two? They're just, uh, they're about um, 40 feet above where you're at because it's 20 feet up to the eggs and they're okay. about 20 feet above and they shot. Actually, no, they're, they're 30 feet above you because they were within 10 feet. So they shot the web at uh, at Hane. Okay, got it. Oh, dude, I'm just going to go fuck it all off. Let's fuck this shit. Uh, God damn it. Oh, fourth level command. Uh, all the spires to flee. Okay. Uh, so I shout out flee to all the, the four spiders there. You can fighting. do that to four different creatures? I've cast it at fourth level. Sick. Ooh. Oh. Big mama. So what do they have to do? Uh, it is a wisdom save, 15 save, and if they fail, they all have to flee. Their next turn, they Fuck flee. You, DM. I bet these Fuck spiders you, DM, are full shit. of wisdom. Fuck you, He's smiling. Something bad happened. Something bad. I rolled a three, a one. A four and an eight. Let's go. So the spiders must flee their next turn. They spend their turn running away. I'll tell you what. They flee. They run. They disappear. And they go. They kind of sound like piggies. And they flee up the holes that they came from up above. You're so lucky they were right after you. I will uh, then kind of eye down the giant thing coming at me and hit my shield with with my warhammer. And stare at it, ready for it. Honey takes note of this. She's like, "It's mm, pretty, pretty now cool." Now, yo, Anika, kill the big one with me. Sick. She says, "With pleasure," uh, and pulls out her crossbow. I'm like, duh, duh. Yeah, Kratzmeyer role playing Anika. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you all seen Molotov cocktails in uh, in Venture Bros? Yes. <laughs> That's who Anika's That's amazing, based off dude. Of. Yeah. <laughs> She's so fucking cool. They just call her Mall. <laughs> Um, up next is uh, Chasmir. Chasmir, you're about uh, 30 feet up, but and you've got some uh, some spideys coming down on you. Seeing sister cast fairy fire, time true tradition, just run up to one that's affected by it and attack with two short swords. You are an expert at moving on this mi- uh, this <laughs> mucus. You do move at half speed on it, but you're still very good at it. So you are able to run up to them and you can attack twice with the short sword, right? Yes. Okay. 17 to hit on the first one. Yep, you hit. Uh, five damage. Are you attacking the same one? Yes. Okay. Plus nine damage, poison. So 
14 total. Yeah, I failed both my con saves. Dude. Uh, dirty 20 to hit on the next one. With six. Uh, 18 damage. Describe your, your kill to the first spider. Just Naruto run to it with two short swords behind me. Across and then this slash, mucus slash. strand. You just run across and the spider's dropping down and you slash, slash. Where are you slashing? Just an X across the chest, but no flourishes or grunts. He knows silence. The screen me. goes black and you just see a red X. <laughs> yeah. And you hear swords and then the spider just falls. <laughs> yeah. And then as it happens, apart. he'll turn back towards his sister really dramatically and try to catch her glance of approval. She's, she's, <laughs> yes. she's so busy working on that. Yes. Refocus on the next one, Pastor. Awesome. Uh, very, very cool. It is now the Fomorian's turn, and he's going to say, Strong Smash! <laughs> oh my god, dude. He's coming up right to uh, Sir Lauren, and he is going to give you the evil eye. Make a DC 14 charisma saving throw. Charisma? Hell yeah, it's one of my proficiencies. Sounds mean. Wait, that's not the right one. 17 plus 3, so that's a 20. Nice. So you you look at the eye, and you look that eye right in the fucking eye, and you don't feel shit from it. You can tell he's trying to do something. He's still going to hit you with a great club, though. Okay. <laughs> 21? Yep. You're going to take 25 damage. Oh. Hell yeah. Um, and it is going to go to Jora, who And Jora is just going to immediately run over to where her daughter is at and climb up where uh, you have that um, that gizmo that you put up, the grappling hook, yeah. and she's going to continue helping her get that egg out very, very quickly. And she's going to turn to you three elite drow warriors, and she's gonna see that one's dead, and she's like, get the eggs, hold them off. We need to leave as soon as possible. You know what's coming. 